0: you're listening to Chew on that and here's what we're chewing on today.
1: As you just heard, we're starting a new series of messages today. It's not just based on a particular book of the Bible, but it's also completely based on one particular topic. And this topic is critical. It's crucial to our culture. And for the next several weeks... I want to take you through the book of Ephesians and I want to talk to you about identity. And throughout this series, I'm going to try my best to help you answer a really important question Who do you think you are?
0: Hey, hi, welcome to Chew on That. I'm Nancy, and you're joining us for a podcast where we dig deeper into the most recent sermon from the current sermon series happening at Life Church in Green Bay. This week we're discussing a sermon from our new series on the book of Ephesians, a message that Pastor Sean shared this past weekend. I'm Nancy and our guest today is Ninja Megan. (laughs) I definitely needed to introduce you as Ninja Megan. It's so fitting for what we're going to be talking about today. But hi, Megan. Thanks for being here.
2: Hi. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) tell us a little bit about you and your Jesus journey and just kind of who you are.
2: Yeah. Um, I grew up in Minnesota, moved uh, here to Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Uh, about 3 years ago. I am called Ninja Megan because I am a ninja warrior who competes on the show and all around the country and I rock climb and I do all the things and I get experience God's beautiful work in nature and I love it. Um awesome. yeah, I grew up in the church and uh my I mean journey has been up and down but uh life church has been so amazing and I'm so lucky to have it. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Um, let's listen to the first clip right away, just because I feel like even your introduction, I mean, this is a series on identity and the message from yesterday was about identity. And I think it's great. I was wanting to invite you on to the show anyway, and it's just really fitting because you're Ninja Megan, but like, who, who really are you? I feel like even pastor's little intro was like, who do you think you are? You know? So let's listen to the first clip and then we can dig into it.
1: Who do you think you are? It's such an important question. But a more important question is, who does God think you are? See, God knew from the very beginning that identity was going to be an issue, and so he addressed it right from the jump, right from the drop. During the very beginning of the creation process, he talked about identity. Look at this. This is Genesis 1, 26 28. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image. Right there, from the very beginning, God revealed our identity. We are his image bearers. Let us make man in our image. You know, God didn't make anything else in his image. We were meant to be his reflection. We were meant to be his representatives. He wants the world to see him in us and through us. You were designed to show the attributes of God.
0: Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a big, that's a really big deal. Yeah. Like, you were designed to reflect who God is and what his image is. Which is so cool.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and, like,
0: what do you do on a daily basis to do that or have that perspective, you know, in what that really looks like?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's a big thing with, like, what is your base? Like, what do you have set below you? What are your, you know, like, what are you striving for? Yeah. That reflects that.
0: Right. Like, what's your foundation is that what you mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Was that a question towards what is my foundation? Well, sure. Or was that just in general? <laughs> like, oh. Just in general.
0: Oh. I mean, I think, you know, knowing that we're made in God's image, we need to look at like what the attributes of God are and what that looks like for us to reflect that on a daily basis. And it's re- it's like the fruits of the spirit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, all of the things. (laughs) I have them all up on a wall. I feel like it's a very cliche thing to do, but at home, it's just like a really great reminder of like what, what that image is and how we can reflect what God's image is. So like, where, where do you feel like, um, like in your daily life, how do you reflect like who he is just in who you are?
2: Well, I think it's interesting. You were like, oh, I have that up on my wall. Like I remember hearing the fruits of the spirit when I was a kid, like yeah, VBS. singing the songs. And there was like, I'm pretty sure one year I was volunteering and I was like a grape or something mm-hmm. because we were all
0: fruit, <laughs> fruits of the spirit.
2: But like, awesome. I remember that being like such a big part like as a kid, but yeah. I don't think I really ever understood like the idea of like patience. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like patience is... The, it's a tougher way to act than react, right? Like, because mm-hmm. you can react and not be patient and get frustrated because it's like, whatever's taking right. so long. But like the act of patience is the thing that's harder to do, but that's like what you have to practice What today. you have to
0: do, yeah. Like, I
2: don't think I ever understood that, probably honestly until recently, just like how important all those things are. Like at the exchange, we talk a lot about being life-giving, being kind, mm-hmm. being peaceful, being teachable, being inspired. Those are like our five key, you right. know, foundation of like what we're working for. Mm-hmm. And like I always really struggled with peace. I'm like, I don't know, I'm just not a peaceful person. I'm like, I don't know, I'm just all <laughs> over the place. Really? But, but like wow. oh yeah. I like really struggled with it. Especially just because when you I first didn't started. Just because you didn't feel peaceful. Like you didn't
0: feel peaceful peaceful or i just like wouldn't ever say like
2: i'm a peaceful person yeah but like that wasn't the way to look at it because it's not that like i wasn't a peaceful person it's just i needed to work on being peaceful yeah right yeah well
0: and that's that's so like i'm i'm sure that we'll talk about that later too but like there's not a we'll never reach that goal like we'll never be completely Peaceful, or yep. like we like can strive of for time. perfection, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, but you know there's always going to be the days where we're like, oh, I'm not being very peaceful today. But even just being kind and what that culture looks like, and and being life giving, I think that's really what it looks like to like be made in His image mm-hmm. and to reflect that. Yeah, and to yeah. think about that on like the front end of your day instead of at the end of your day and realizing like, oh, I fell short. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't do what I knew I was supposed to do, or um, didn't act, you know, in a way that would that like that God would be proud of yeah. in me reflecting His image, mm-hmm. you know, and that you saying um, peaceful made me think of joy because you said <laughs> because you said you don't feel um, you don't always feel like you're reflecting like peacefulness or yeah. whatever when you're at work. But I also feel like, you know, there's always some that come more naturally to us than some that don't. And yeah. I feel like Joy, like that is you. That is you. And it's your name. So I mean, yeah, that, that helps.
2: Which is so funny because I don't know if I've told you this before. But so Joy's Joy is my middle name. And as a kid I hated it. Like completely was like, Ugh, why, I must, why is my middle name yeah. joy? <laughs> I was like making joy. I just always thought you it just sounded didn't like, like it. So it just I thought it made me sound so like little. And so yeah. like she's Joy. like childish know. or yeah. something <laughs> yeah probably because like I mean all the things that I had heard for heard of like joy was like I got that joy joy, joy 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 down, down in my, my heart, heart. <laughs> Where, so like I felt like we're a kid, just gonna right? sing all
0: of the kid uh <laughs> church songs today on the on this episode yeah they,
2: they still sing that in I assume that's, I mean that's I'm the sure they do kind of just yeah
0: but you were saying like, oh, you, yes. you just um, thought of it as like a kiddie, like yeah. very childish. Yeah.
2: Just never kind of really thing. loved it, which I was like, my parents were like, sorry, like you can change it. And I was like, well, that's a lot of work. Um, yeah. But I never really loved it. And then one day it like clicked. It was like, uh, it was in college and it was during some sort of like Christmas, like of course, you know, thing. Yeah. like right before we like went back home for Christmas break and they were talking about how like the angels were joyful and it like kind of like hit me. I was like whoa, like they were so stoked that like, yeah, the baby was born. <laughs> I'm like, why have I always hated this thing? Like, right. this is awesome. Like, and I also then realized I was like, I feel like I definitely like, I like bringing joy to people. I like being goofy and mm-hmm. making people laugh. And mm-hmm. like, I'm not super worried about if somebody thinks I'm weird. Yeah. Well, you know, take a long time I mean, to get there. But, <laughs> but I was like, wow, how, how could I hate being joyful right when that's like so vital to so many like that was like a part of the story mm-hmm. like that was I don't that's know. a part
0: of the whole thing like, yeah and and that's how you reflect like this clip said that's how you're reflecting how you were made in his image yeah you know yep. so to kind of realize that that's all all one and the same that's mm-hmm. cool let's check out the next clip
1: an aspect of who we are it's the essence of who we are we were not created to worship we were created worshiping think about it like this you weren't born to breathe you were born breathing and just like you can't separate breath from life you can't separate worship from your relationship with God and so from God's perspective every one of our choices words actions thoughts and values those are acts of worship and they make up our identity the only question is what's the object of your worship
0: it's like a really thought-provoking like you know mm-hmm. convicting maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah I, i'm
2: for sure <laughs> i
0: mean because as you hear that it's like oh what am i worshiping and what am how is what i'm doing worshiping or not worshiping god
2: yeah like, how are my actions potentially, maybe I'm not realizing it, but like what I'm taking my time out of my day to do, how is that not actually worshiping what I think is in the center of my worship? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's like, that's like, uh, I mean the name of the podcast is chew on that. We were joking about Mm -hmm. making chewing sounds, but we'll save you. (laughs) We'll save your ears from that. Uh, chewing carrots or bubble gum or something. Um, but that's the, that's the point of this podcast Mm. is to kind of take some of these clips and think about like what that looks like in your life. And, and for me, it makes me think of, okay, this is like an easy one, but eating like, am I, am I, worshiping God by like eating and like feeding my body with like good things, knowing that it was created for good. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Or am I just like not thinking about it and not caring? Or I mean the easy one because we're in green Bay, like, are you worshiping the Packers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you worshiping the Packers with your actions and, you know, raising your hands and like running around at the game, maybe not doing things that would show that you're worshiping yeah. your creator. Yeah. You know, but I think for you, like you're a rock climber. So like you're out in creation.
2: Yes. All the time. Yes. As much as possibly I can be.
0: (laughs) And I feel like being in nature like that, it's probably easier to recognize like what you were created for and like even you said in your introduction of who you are, you're like being able to be in nature and to see like what God created and participate in that is like an act of worship.
2: Yeah. I like definitely Anytime I'm outside on a wall, getting, like, all the way to the top, um, especially with, like, my boyfriend who I climb with most of the time, we always, like, you get to the top and you say take, and they take in all the ropes, so, like, you're not going anywhere. And then we always just say, all right, wait a second. And we just, like, from the wall that we're currently staring at, we turn around so that we can see where we came from and what we're all looking at. And oh. it's just always, like, really, like, It's just cool because you worked through this super hard problem. You got all the way to the top and then it's like, wow, like you further appreciate where you are. Like, you know, it's gorgeous because you're outdoors in these really Mm -hmm. cool places. But then when you look around from the top of these places that like nobody gets to see from that angle, you're just like, wow, like this is so amazing. And yeah. yeah.
0: And you get to participate in it, like participate in the creation instead of. You know, yeah. being disconnected from it, yeah. And I feel like that's something that you've reminded me of is like how great it is to be outside and like to take those moments to slow down. Because mm-hmm. for me, I I don't <laughs> slow down very well. <laughs> um, but I mean, even even to tie it into this question of like, what are you worshiping? Like, am I worshiping my job? Am I worshiping like the busyness? Like, that's something in culture right now where it's like. Busyness is a badge of honor, you know, and is that really a form of worship? Is that something that you should be worshiping, you know? And so I think um, you've reminded me, which we've talked about a lot, (laughs) that it's okay to, like, just sit for an hour and, like, be, be in God's presence or be in nature or um, just do nothing. And like, that's great. It's okay. (laughs) It's not something I'm used to, but even that, and, and we've talked in other podcasts too, about like the Sabbath being a way of worship. And so just recognizing that like doing nothing is still doing something, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, I know we've talked about just like, on super busy days, like taking the mm-hmm. five or 10 minutes while you enjoy your cup of coffee. Yeah. Like, no, we're not worshiping the coffee because it keeps no. us awake, but like, <laughs> but like taking the time to like stop, like, don't scroll through your phone, mm-hmm. like, don't like, you know, look on Facebook or any of your social medias, just like sit there and enjoy your coffee mm-hmm. or sit there. I've been trying to, even just if it's like that five or 10 minutes in the morning, like, try to do like a devotional yeah granted I really struggle to keep up with like the same thing every single day like I'm really bad with it (laughs) yes but like I've been trying to do that while I drink my coffee Mm because I'm like that's the whole point that's why I always say I love drinking coffee in the mornings because I like something warm right and it's like so like it just gets your day going and I'm like well why can't I get my day going in an even better way (laughs) with Jesus and coffee So that's what I'm still trying to work yeah. on because I'm like sitting and scrolling through your phone, like right as you get out of bed, I'm like, wow, that feels like it's not a great way to start. Yeah. You know that we're going to do that eventually sometime right. in the day.
0: <laughs> so can we afford to start it off in worship or in yeah. like devotion and Jesus time mm-hmm. with coffee because yeah. everything's better with coffee. Yeah. Why don't we have coffee now? I don't know. I mean, that's a, really, <laughs> that's a really good question. But all right, let's <laughs> listen to the
1: next clip. What's the first question that people usually ask someone when they meet someone new? Hey, what do you do? Listen, if no one has ever loved you enough to tell you this, let me be the one to say it. You are not what you do. But way too many people get wrapped up in it, get wrapped up in their duties, like like their job. They, They love it and they're proud of it, or they don't love it, so they downplay it, or or people get wrapped up in a, in a position. They they volunteer at church. Let's just talk about the elephant in the room. And when they volunteer at church, they that becomes their identity. What you do doesn't define you. Who you are should define what you do.
0: What you do doesn't define you. Do you have notes for this one? Because I feel like uh, at the beginning of this clip, Pastor says... Um, If nobody has loved you enough to tell you, what you do doesn't define who you are. It's who you are that makes what you do special. Yeah. And. Which is cool. That's like, (laughs) that's a big thing uh, to like just recognize and and realize. I feel like for me especially, because it's been a lot of, oh, this is what I do. This is what I'm good at, you know. But that's not really what it's about. I had somebody say, just keep just keep being who you are. Okay, I'll just keep being who mm-hmm. I am. And for you, I, I even introduced you this way as Ninja <laughs> Megan, and I feel like it could be easy to say, well, who are you? Oh, I'm, I'm a, an American Ninja Warrior, and yeah. like that's who I am, but you're so much more than that. And I feel like that's something that you've probably reflected on a lot.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, even just like, I think back all the way to like when I was a, g- a gymnast, Mm-hmm. And I was a gymnast for like 10 years and then I blew up my knee. So I aggressively had to stop mm-hmm. being a gymnast. And I was like, whoa, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do anymore. Cause that was like all that I did. That was all that I was like, right. That's I was, all. That's I was a all who you, that's do who you were. Yeah. yeah. And I like, it's interesting now looking back into like this season of Ninja Warrior. Um, Cause this is my second season um
0: okay say a little bit about like what you did okay just because it's fun <laughs> so ninja warrior
2: if you do not know is essentially just a giant adult obstacle course um and i always call the ninjas toddlers because we're just like <laughs> wandering all just over playing the place on there. and throwing <laughs> ourselves across obstacles yeah. and it's great um so it's like um like uh, it's like Wipeout except there's way more athleticism to it and skill, like yeah. that type of like big obstacles, jumping, swinging. Mm-hmm. So there's the backstory. Um, and you were on a handful of, you made it pretty far. Yes. This last season. This season, I made it all the way to the finals, which I've never made it to. And I definitely attribute it to, um, well, first of all, everybody I had in my corner was a big reason why I was even able to get that far. Cause I just had mm-hmm. so much support through all the bumps and the steps along the way. And, um, but along with that, like even just this season, I tried to find like, why, like, why was I doing it? Like, what mm-hmm. was the point of this? Like, obviously we love to do like our hobbies. Like we love, I yes. love to do Ninja and I love to <laughs> climb. but like, why was I doing it? And why was I getting up there? And, and then just like realizing that like, well, it's it's all, it's all because – I can do all the things that I can do because God has given me these abilities, so it was refocusing on that. And, like, during the, like, day leading up to me competing, I was just nonstop listening to worship music, and I had my friends send me, like, their favorite songs at that time just so that I could really, like, have that mindset and that, like – like, the right mindset right. and the right motivation going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and,
0: like, really – really having that foundation of like who you are yeah, going into it, not as like, I'm going to do this because I'm going to be the best. I mean, of course that's yeah. part of it. <laughs>
2: well, yeah. You want to do the best you, you can want to, do. But yeah. But yeah, like going into it, wasn't that like, I'm doing this because I'm a ninja. Mm-hmm. Like, No, I'm Megan and I like to have fun and I like to do all this stuff. And at the end of the day, I still know who I am and the course being on the course, my success or failure doesn't define me or my yeah. abilities. It's just, what I was able to do on that day. So like going into it, I like the day of the entire time leading up to me, literally stepping on the stage. I was Mm -hmm. just like, all right, praying for peace and focus. And it was so cool because I felt so at peace Mm -hmm. and I am, I've been working (laughs) like, that was like the one thing I was like, if I can work on so hard this year's peace. Mm -hmm. And it was cool to see like it come in that moment. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I know that a lot of times I've heard like God leads With peace, like that's Mm -hmm. like his thing. It's like, if you feel peaceful about this, yeah. You know it's, yeah. That's a God thing. Yeah. If you don't feel peaceful about it, then then
0: maybe it's not a God thing. Um, But it was
2: really cool. And I just, it just, uh, I could could just tell that like when I was out there, like everything was going differently because of where I started it. Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't, I'm a ninja or Mm -hmm. I do, you know, like yeah, it wasn't about what I do. It's about who I am before I even step on the stage. Right.
0: Oh, that's so cool. I love, I love hearing you talk about it because I felt like we kind of experienced it in real time together because it was some back and forth, like text messaging and just like encouragement. And, and I think just um, being able to remember who you are aside from what you do just for everybody. Like, even if you're listening and you're like, well, I'm a gymnast because what you said is like, if that gets taken away, then like, where does that leave you? Or even if you say like, well, I'm a mom and I'm married or I have this many kids or whatever. If you find your identity in that one thing, if that gets taken away or if you lose sight of who you are in his, mm-hmm. made in his image, then you won't feel fulfilled no matter what you're doing because you're putting it all in, putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, I just you're, thought that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you just, you're not just, but you're just Ninja Megan but like, that's not (laughs) it. Like you're so much more than that. And what you can bring to the community and what you can bring to the people around you is so much more than just being a ninja, you know? And I think that's awesome.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, even just like you're saying like, oh, but you, that like might not stay forever. Like it might not always be a thing that you have. Um, Just like thinking about, am I only investing time in, I'm only investing time in, you know, like my house and making it as good as I can. Or like for me, it's my only investing time in like my equipment and my, and my strength and all Mm -hmm. of those muscles and all of the, like my technique and my time on obstacles, like literally all of the things that goes into it instead of being like, am I working on my mental toughness? Am I Mm -hmm. working on like, why am I doing this? And like all of the things that in the background are so, so important. The same thing. Because if you get those right. Yeah
0: then the rest of it comes exactly. easily.
2: So like if if you're only working on your relationship, but you're not working on your relationship with God, same thing. Yeah. Like relationships come and go except for your relationship <laughs> with God. And then that, that's the like one. the base for like literally everything. Right. Um, literally. I know. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. But it's just cool. I think I've said that like five times. Just but it's so just
0: cool. It's just so cool. <laughs>
1: if this or someday when that, my life will be complete. We have this habit of living in false hope and sometimes we even back it up with scriptures taken out of context. Like, you know, we're more than conquerors or that he'll never leave us nor forsake us, that he's never let the righteous go hungry or his children beg for bread, that God never closes a door when he doesn't open a window. I mean, that last one's not even in the Bible, but we act like it is, don't we? Even worse though, Far too often, we get the things we asked for, the things we prayed for, the things we begged God for. But even then, we're not ultimately satisfied. If I could just get married, why did I marry this guy? If I could just have some kids, oh, who let these kids in my house? If I could just get a home, man, who is going to fix my roof? Ecclesiastes calls that chasing the wind. It's like a wild goose chase with no goose. And we are making idols of our longing.
0: Yeah. So one of the one of the things that Pastor did yesterday, and we've kind of touched on a couple of them as we've gone through this, but really, looking at what our identity is based in is looking at idols. Do you have them all there?
1: I do oh, you're so good these at are taking like my notes. Sermon notes. <laughs>
0: I love it. I mean, then the sermon notes are on U version, but I like I like how your notes look. No, (laughs) not (laughs) Megan's. You can't find her sermon notes on the U version app. Um, But what he spelled out is idols, and so the I is for items, which we talked about. D for duties, not what you do. Duties, yes. Um, others putting, putting everything in what other people think of you and needing other people's approval. And gosh, that's a big one. We didn't mm. talk about that. No, we did How did we skip others and go right into longings? I don't know. Oh no. But others, that's I mean, a that's a really big one. Yeah. Because it, yeah.
2: At one point he said like, whose words are too powerful in your life? And I was like, oh,
0: that's what I was just going to say. Oh! <laughs> Are you looking at my notes? No, I'm um, no, because they're not shared. Um But really that's what the that's what the others portion is. Yeah. Is whose words are you looking to who are you looking to for approval or for a pat on the back that makes you feel like you're on cloud nine, but then the next day you don't get that and then you feel like you're not worthy. Mm-hmm. It's like is is your identity and what other people think of you? Yeah. I mean, and we don't even need to talk about social media, which,
2: no. which that's the obvious. Like, yeah, that's like, a big, str- it's made it worse. It's made it for sure so much
0: worse <laughs> because you, everybody tends to share their opinion and how many likes did you get and all of that. Mm-hmm. And for you, maybe it's the opposite. Like maybe because I imagine being a ninja warrior, your account gets like tons of traction.
2: Like not like insane, but no.
0: I mean, I mean a decent amount. I mean you have like a lot of people on your page. Sure. I just would imagine that as far as like thinking about who you are, it could be easy because you pro I'm guessing that you know, the more the more people who see you, the more criticism you'll get or Yeah. You know, even just being on TV, I would imagine that there's probably people that are like, Oh, she doesn't know how to do a Skill. I'm trying to think of what the things are called. The cones, <laughs> the cones. That's but what you I'm trying to
2: see with this audio recording. What you can't see is my Nancy trying hand gestures. Straight. What a ninja obstacle!
0: And if you could only see what I'm attempting to uh, do right now, it would be even more entertaining. <laughs> but I guess I'm just saying is like the more value you put on people's words, you'll probably yeah. be hurt, or you won't know who you are because mm-hmm. you're taking your identity and what other people are saying.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I even just like thinking back, I, I mean, I go back a lot to like what happened in my past. Cause then I can, mm-hmm. I sometimes am able, am able to like connect dots a little more mm-hmm. <laughs> than yeah. when you're currently like oh going through it. But, yeah. um, yeah. Like even just like coaches, like in, Uh, like valuing, valuing their opinion so much. Mm -hmm. Obviously coaches are important to a sport, but like what they say doesn't change who you are. Mm -hmm. That it shouldn't affect what you think of yourself. And I think as a kid, it's really easy to be like, Oh man, like my coach told me I had a terrible practice today. I must be like, wow, I'd like suck at this. Like I'm terrible at baseball Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And yeah. And you can let that kind of like follow you. And I mean that can go with like bosses and yeah, like you, I'm sure that at some point you've really looked up to like somebody above you, like a boss, and you're like, yeah, yeah like there's you know that's where I want to be, mm-hmm. and then if they you know let you down, like yeah,
0: hard then and then if that's what you're putting like who you are, yeah, well I'm exactly. I'm only I'm only enough if Johnny says that I'm like the best employee, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> just Johnny. I don't, I just don't know Johnny. who Johnny is. <laughs>
2: but this well, last my brother clip. but oh yeah my <laughs> <laughs> brother's name's John
0: there we go i didn't even realize i was thinking of jaden
2: yeah he's Maybe my that's brother. my yeah i have two brothers other brother apparently people don't know i have two brothers but
0: <laughs> now everyone knows now
2: everybody knows two brothers and a sister yes.
0: but the last clip was about longings which is which is the l in idols so we we did items duties others now we did mm-hmm. cover others yep yep, yep um yep. longings and then the last one is suffering. So this last clip was about longings as far as like um really he was talking about chasing the wind. And like if you are if you don't become the next
2: American American ninja, ninja, War. ninja warrior <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you okay with who you are without that title or without yeah. that position or without the thing that we long for and we're we're not supposed to be putting all of our identity and faith and trust in like what we could potentially become, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah. Um, I thought that was super interesting because I, after church on Sunday, I went home and just like dumped a bunch of words <laughs> into a note. Yeah. Just like frantically typed for like an hour mm-hmm. and then left my computer. So, so journal? Yes. Yeah, journal was journal. Essentially? Yeah. It was like sort of like, what's all happened in Wisconsin in the past few years type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Megan
0: is journeying westward (laughs) in the next uh, couple days. So you were were reflecting on like what you've been a part of and what you've been doing like in the last couple years?
2: Yes. And I remember like typing, I remembered it as I walked Mm -hmm. into this room, but I remember typing like that, like, most of college was, oh, if I can just make it through X amount of months or X amount of weeks, like, then, I'll, mm-hmm. then everything will be fine because college will be done. And that's the problem, like, is college is stressful. Like, if I can just make it three more months mm-hmm. and I'm finally done and life will be better and I won't yeah. have all these problems and I won't be dealing with all these things. But then you graduate mm-hmm. college and you realize that it was other things going yeah. on. Um, right. I, just thought it was, I thought it was super interesting because then I moved here and did like a super big deep dive into mm-hmm. my life in like pretty much all areas and yeah. aspects of my life, but went through journey yeah. and I was like, whoa, like all these things I've been struggling with like mm-hmm. my entire life. They weren't because I was just working to get through college. I was just working to, you know, be the best gymnast. I, I don't know, but yeah. I thought it was like super interesting that I wrote that down. That's
0: so good and though. So you were realizing that like you were putting some thoughts or some of maybe your identity in the little snippets and then like wanting to get to like a certain point.
2: Yeah. It was just like longing for mm-hmm. like not enjoying what was going on and how I yeah. was feeling, not getting to the root problem, which mm-hmm. was that my identity was probably being wrapped up in something else. Or I was, you know, right. all those things and just like saying like, oh, I could just get through this, it'll be better. Like, <laughs> right. that is what is gonna make mm-hmm. life.
0: <laughs> sorry for hitting the mic.
2: <laughs> life, teachy keen. Right. Like, but it's not. Right. Because then you get to that point, and what did you do to work up to that point if you all, you know, like.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: It's like that was it. And I don't know.
0: And that's not now. So, like, in your Wisconsin journey, which was a journey journey to wholeness. If you don't know what journey to wholeness is, you need to go to journeytowholeness.org. Oh, um because it it's really it's really really a good way to learn who you are and to learn about what in your past has made you who you are today mm-hmm. and what things maybe um, it's not about blaming people or being embarrassed about what you've gone through, but it's about re- recognizing like where those steps maybe, um, change the narrative of who you think you are or why you do the things you do. And so just going through journey to wholeness, even as part of like your being in Wisconsin Mm -hmm. has like forced you to take like a mental inventory of what Mm -hmm. coaches said to you or how leaving gymnastics affected, you know, your willingness or your ability to like push through or your identity. Mm -hmm. Journey to Wholeness is super amazing. So good. So everybody needs to do it. Um, And we'll listen to the next (laughs) clip, which actually ties in perfectly with with that.
1: And it's so easy for us to be defined by our sufferings. It's easy for us to be defined by our worst day. I'm I'm a divorcee. I'm an alcoholic. I'm a drug addict. I went bankrupt. My child died. I'm a widower, an ex-con. I have cancer. My son's gay. I was homeless. I have ADD. But guys, there is a fine line between a testimony and an identity. I love that
0: he says that at the end of that clip. There's a fine line between a testimony and an identity. And I feel like um, I could easily say a lot of things about my testimony that I would maybe be proud about as, well, that's who I am. I suffered the loss of a baby, and so that's who I am. Or I've done this, or I've done that, but that's not who I am. And so I feel like it would be easy to get stuck in um, using that as a statement of who I am. Well, this is who I am. I'm a, I'm a mom and I have gone through baby loss and I've done this and I've done that. But until it turns into a testimony of like what God's done in my life, Mm -hmm. like that's not, it doesn't serve a purpose at that point. It's not just, it's not like who I am. So I need to like make it about who God is and who he was through that story Mm -hmm. in order to make that like more Does that make sense? Yes,
2: for sure. Yeah, Um,
0: Because it could be easy to just be like, well, I'm just this person. Like, that's who I am. Yeah.
2: Like, oh, I've got a bum knee because I like I like I mean, that was my whole like I would fall back on like I probably made it more of like part of who I was, even though it's not like I blew out my knee in high school. Right. So, yeah, (laughs) this, that and the other thing like, oh, that's that's a bummer. That was some fun. (laughs) Instead of being like, no, like I blew out my knee. And because of that, God found, like, I found these things through that. I Mm -hmm. found rock climbing.
1: Mm -hmm. I
2: found this amazing community. And I like realized that just what I was doing before I blew out my knee, like I have so much more ability. And it was like a big old long journey, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't just that like, (laughs) oh, well, Blew
0: out money. Yep. So now that's who I am. Yep. I'm just a, nope. I'm just a gymnast that had yeah. to stop, you know. Yeah. <laughs> stop doing that. I was gonna say in uh in the message he shared, Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Yeah. Like how powerful is that when you want to sulk in your suffering, like the the S in idols is suffering because mm-hmm. it's another thing that people will use as identifying who they are is like well hi I'm so-and-so it's like this whole thing we've talked about but <laughs> but it's using it's kind of that victim mentality of yeah. well this is just you know woe is me and we talk about like the Eeyore you know yeah. like oh this is just who I am and um, I think putting it's important through Journey to Wholeness to understand those situations and know like how they've shaped who you are, yep. but to not put your identity in that. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. two different things. Yeah. You know, because like you've said, you, you didn't put your identity in being a ninja warrior. Yeah. You know, or put your identity in being a gymnast with a broken knee. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I also was looking at my notes, and at one point, pastor said, we don't want to recover the life we had before our suffering. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to recover that life before. We want to be redeemed and given a new life. So that yes. whole like new life thing is important. It's not like yeah. a new life, but let's just like erase the little bit in between that wasn't ideal that was and indeedy. just like flow back from that. Like, no, we want a whole new life. Like yeah. new perspective, new like I don't know what I'm trying to say. But No, I do,
0: yeah. I think that's yeah. exactly right. I think uh I think the words he used was um we don't, I think you said it even, we don't want recovery. We want Mm -hmm. redemption. Yeah. Like we want it to be redeemed and it has been, and we just need to recognize that and live in that,
2: you know? Oh, I just thought of something that like probably only like 10% of people get. Like, (laughs) I don't know. No ninjas will probably listen to this podcast, but (laughs) at the end of every competition, there's redemption while they're like figuring out like the places and they like get, yeah. Like they figure, they like put all the, all the times and stuff in order. And there's redemption time, which is essentially just open gym where you get to hop on obstacles and stuff. Yeah, They call it redemption because you get back onto an obstacle that like maybe you fell on in that course. I mean, they don't do that on the show. But
0: But it's like- You can actually do that though? You can go back and like retry an
2: obstacle? Like local competitions, yeah. They'll like let you do that after you've competed. Yeah, And I'm like, that's just so interesting because you could go from the point of, oh, I fell at this spot. Like, I'm so like, whatever, I fell on here. And just be all like, meh, I'm not doing that again. (laughs) Like, I fell on that. I don't like that obstacle because I fell on it. Right. Or you could go, no, I'm going to get on that obstacle, learn as much as I can about that obstacle. So the next time I get on that obstacle, I'm not going to make the same mistake again. It's not my second time on it. It's I've learned and grown from that.
0: At some point, if you live in that suffering as your identity, your your limiting what God can do with that story too. Yeah. Like if you just sulk in the the suffering and the identity of, of who you want to say you are because of that suffering, then you limit what God is able to do and how he could use that yeah. story of suffering to like actually point people to him, which yeah. is kind of like the epitome of exactly. what redemption yeah. is.
2: <laughs> you're missing like a huge opportunity yeah. and you're going through life missing all these little like opportunities to grow. Yeah. To be better to work on these things. Like, yeah, yeah. You're missing opportunities that God's trying to be like, here, here's what's happening.
0: Right. (laughs) Use it. Yep. To use it to do better. But I think, you know, the whole, this is, that's the S in sufferings. (laughs) that's that's the S (laughs) in (laughs) suffering that's what it stands for and I think pastor even said he's like I'm not usually a fan of acrostics but I'm gonna do one anyway (laughs) but I do think that it's been it's uh easy to reflect on and to chew on when you can kind of go through each thing and realize like okay maybe there are places that I am putting my identity in those things like when somebody says something do I care does that carry too much weight you know Or when I go through a suffering, like, is that something that I'm deciding that's just who I am or am I going to push through it and really remember that we're made in his image and we're made new in his Mm -hmm. image? So thanks for being on today, Ninja Megan. I feel like I should maybe just call you Megan Joy instead of Ninja Megan from here on out. All right. (laughs) Thanks for being here. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Two on That. If you enjoyed this episode and think that someone you may know may benefit from the topics we discussed, please share. <laughs>
2: Why did the music end? It was like, you should be done. Oh my you gosh. took too long.
0: <laughs> please share the link to this podcast on your social media platforms. And we would love it if you rate and review this podcast so that more and more people can be exposed to the life-giving message of Jesus. My name is Nancy, and we can't wait to talk to you again next week.